All right, so hopefully we have less technical difficulties than Naya Dax's return on this go around, according to the episode. Oh, you just jinxed us. <laughs> uh, yeah, by invoking your name, I guess. Uh, we shall not speak. All of a sudden, my nose is bleeding <laughs> and my arm hurts. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel dizzy now. I think what? I have a concussion. <laughs> what a bunch of dumb decisions. Uh, I have no idea how we got to there, but. We are here now, recording Take Under again. Um, we missed a few weeks because Hector had football, and yeah, I'm sorry, not gonna <laughs> give it up. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll just do that every winter. <laughs> we'll miss all the playoff <laughs> weeks. So that's what three weeks. It eh, works for me. Three, uh, four weeks. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's in the middle of the most important, one of the most important pay per views of uh, WWE history, but. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll move on to all of our recaps and stuff. Mostly just talk about Royal Rumble, anything we want to hit on in AEW. But hitting our segments first, we will do our our RIP to Jay Briscoe. Rest in peace. We tragically lost him. Obviously, everybody knows this. We're just recapping since we haven't recorded. Uh, I really love the way that the wrestling community has banded around, even seeing like Kevin Owens with the J armband and stuff like that, even on the on the big show. Like that's cool. Seeing everybody come around and like celebrate his life and the videos of him with his daughter have been like really great. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Even Meechin had a J armband yeah, as right. well. Um, but again, like seeing the whole wrestling community across all the promotions. Uh, not only celebrating his life and honoring him, but also kind of like defending him and defending him to celebrate his life, which is great to see because there's, there's stories and probably we don't know because we're not part of it of executives making decisions based on Jay's past, com- past comment, especially one comment. Um, but all I want to say is as everybody that's come to defend Jay and, and say that he's changed over the years, especially since I comment so long ago, is people change and give them a second shot. Like, it's it doesn't hurt you, but it gives them the opportunity to prove themselves. There are going to be people that are, that are never going to change and they're just awful human beings. That's not what this individual was. Like, he's part of a family. He, everyone that speaks highly of him have all spoken about it, so... You know, if you know someone in your life that maybe you should give them a second chance to do it, that's kind of how I take it from this. Um, but yeah, the wrestling community has been fantastic, especially supporting with the GoFundMe page and Tony Khan producing a shirt that all the proceeds go to the family because they really need it. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I I shit on Tony Khan a lot, mostly as a as a goof in kayfabe, but like that's one area or that's one aspect that really. It seems to go. I mean, not unnoticed by like uh, like fans like us, but like that's that's actually what I've relayed to other people who aren't wrestling fans. Is like this guy went to bat for somebody who he felt needed it, and like that deserves props for sure. Um, yeah. Moving on. So, the not only the impossible has happened in AEW, where I was rooting for a Hangman. Um, thanks to John Moxley. Some, some. 
which uh, since having that awkward interview with Renee, I was already off the bandwagon. Like, why can't you just be good at this? Like, I understand you're being just millennial cowboy, but you don't need to be that. You're a pro wrestler. You need to be a badass. Anyway, um, the next thing that I thought, and it leads into we can actually just kick off our Royal Rumble uh, discussion with this, is Triple H has done the impossible, and he has booked a WrestleMania that will have me for the first time in three years rooting for Roman Reigns to retain. Oh my god, this is not happening. Oh. I don't know how he did it. He's a, ma- he's, he's a magician in some ways, and honestly, he's been letting me down. I really thought high, more highly of him than what we're getting from these Royal Rumbles and this road to WrestleMania. Um... Yeah, what did you think of the Rumble, Hector? <laughs> Hold on. First off, what the heck is going on? Because uh, now I believe the video that I saw on the news of the Earth's core spinning in the other direction <laughs> actually is affecting other things than, you know, plate tectonics. <laughs> Including my wrestling day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, what's going on? No, no. Roman Reigns? Do what? not get this twisted. I'm Hangman Page? Oh, Reigns. my God. I just do not get like color me uh what's her name in the office i'm completely blanking on her name even though i've seen the show a million times um i just don't get it like it is the most boring contrived like telegraphed we knew he was doing we knew this was going to happen since he signed with the company that he was going to win royal rumble and go on to wrestlemania and it's just so predictable and i understand that people love vanilla but like i grew up in the attitude area i don't the only way i'm gonna <laughs> love vanilla is if there's blood splattered all over it from somebody getting smashed with a hair with a chair but it's just not for my taste like it's gonna be for all these other people that are loving it the only solace that i'm taking is a lot of this cody stands that i'm seeing um are like really defending it like oh see cody's that guy and you see the audience like reaction he's getting like yeah he's getting this audience reaction he's a major investment they gave him number 30 like of course this is gonna happen and of course people are gonna like it it doesn't mean that i'm gonna like it but who am i just some shit ass on the internet i guess i just (laughs) don't appreciate how predictable it is is the problem like that that's where i thought more highly of triple h and like I know that we had other stuff going around, and it makes me sound dumb to say, oh, I honestly thought Jay was coming, which could still happen. But, like, if something like Seth, um, like Seth getting there and then, or them coming, it coming down to Seth and uh, Cody, and then Seth preventing us from getting it. So, like, it gives Seth more heat or something like that. I just don't understand listening to that entire stadium singing Seth Rollins' theme song and not wanting that in your main event, instead wanting to force a champion in your main event. And I don't understand at all how it's any different than uh, Vince shoving Roman down our face, except this time people are eating it up. Uh, okay. Uh. That, and like, I'm, I want to give you full time because you're the mark. I'm sure you enjoy this. Tell me you do. I it's his it's for his dad like that that's that <laughs> but that's that's me like so here's the sorry to cut you off again but like you're clear 
you're far and away the worst roads. I'm sorry about it. It's just a fact. Dusty Roads came up with war games. Like, you admit for sure that you're worse than Dusty Roads. Dustin Roads has produced countless classic matches, classic moments. People love Dustin Roads. Everybody in, like, you guys. Everybody loved Dusty as a teacher. You guys are teachers. Can you go fucking teach at the Nightmare Factory and not steal moments from Seth Rollins when he's at the height of his fucking popularity and we can have a football stadium singing his theme song? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. First of all, I had to explain the entire Rhodes family to, to a brother recently. He didn't even know that Cody was related to Gold Dust, and I had to explain Gold Dust's real name to him too. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. But yeah, like I, I get that it's like telegraph. This is why they signed him. They needed they need a hero against Roman, and I'm happy it's this. Like I'm I'm hoping for a a, a bunch of other things too. I'm hoping we get the eagle back. We get the eagle belts back that too. That's the one prospect that actually has me excited about this. Yeah, like when but he goes to get the, the belt, WWE he belt the way people do. Personally, like they look so bland compared to every other promotion's belts now. Like they yeah. look outdated. They only change the color of the belt. Um, I get that. The fiend, too. the fiend mask belt look way better. And this is probably going off a tangent on it. Just because it was different. It was horrifying. Yeah. And it was ridiculously expensive if you wanted to buy one. Um, but, like, I'm hoping that happens and we get that moment. And and it is predictable. Like, kind of like watching Avatar at this point for, for the second movie. Another three hours gone. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I like that this is kind of their dilemma because... If they they have Cody, they got him lined up. I hope he beats Roman Reigns. You never know what the hell's gonna happen now because they created another storyline that was supposed to be a one off, only for like a month or two. That's developed and solidifying Roman Reigns's actual reign as a champion. And I'll get into that in a second. I'm but yeah, I'm I am the mark. I am the person that wants this because like I was close to my dad, like he was close to his dad. Like he wants to do this to honor his memory. Like hell yeah, that that's that's all you want to do. You want to see him do that for his family and for his dad. I really hope Dustin shows up. Like Tony, if he gets there, please like let him be there so he can be there in the part of the family and have the golden golden eagle. And and have that like fuck yeah. And if he loses it in a couple months, I wouldn't care because I get that moment. And yes, it might be vanilla, but I get some sprinkles on it, and I got some hot fudge I can do on top of it too. And it's in a waffle bowl. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a waffle bowl. I guess yeah. So far, is the waffle bowl, but I like it's just so. I mean, yeah. I don't have to keep going off. I've already said my my piece about it. But yeah, like the thing about it to me is not you. You didn't need to make him be that, and you have time for that to play out, and you have time for him him to organically get there instead of forcing it in his first Royal Rumble back and his first this and his first that. Like, there's a reason all that stuff failed before. Let him come in here and fail, and then, like, finally get over the hump, especially while you have these organic builds for Seth freaking Rollins. 
we didn't think Seth would be like this mu- this much over as he were as he is now when he fought Cody Rhodes. Like I don't know how he wasn't then because I've always loved Seth Rollins, but he is at the height of his popularity with the way people are wanting to sing that song and with the stories that he can tell in there. And we can get into it now too. Like Sami Zayn, people care about this shit and like when people say that if anybody, if so and so goes to WWE, they're not going to get used right. Like Tell me that now that the indie darling fucking Al Generico and Kevin Owens are at the top of this industry and they're the only ones making this boring, played out storyline any interesting anymore. Well, Jay is helping with that. But the two of them are the only ones infusing any life into this story. Like, that's another story that's organically built the same way Kofi Mania was, the same way Daniel Bryan was. And those are the moments that are fucking great. Eddie Guerrero, like, it's not the moments that are force-fed to us with Roman Reigns or it's not going to be this moment. Like, I know people want it to be this moment, and sure it will. Like, it'll go down, whatever. Like, the, this I, this generation, not he's not a generational talent. This third-generation talent who might not even be, like, who might be the third best person in his family is going to get there and he's going to be the one to, to carry the belt for them. Like it's just, it's, it's so much, it's, it's so-and-so's turn. And I hate that booking more than anything. Like it's never your turn. You, maybe it's cause I grew up watching Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and like fucking generational talents that you earn that fucking belt. You earn your run and it doesn't feel like he's earned it to me. And it just feels like with like seeing everybody going and getting into it, like these crowds as the anti Mark I am, it's just makes me feel like I'm taking baby pills. I see. And I think he's earned it. At least the rumble. Like, I don't think he, from this point now to WrestleMania, he has to earn and build a storyline. And I think the reason that it might be off is because all that to build up organically was lost because he was injured the entire time. Like, his entire pec muscle, like, severed from the bone. I understand like, that. Yeah. And, and, and I was watching the Rumble, and when he kept... Yeah. By the way, the Rumble <laughs> match with him in it was not bad. No, especially with Gunter being all the way in the it, end. No, I did really like this Rumble match, other than the, the he, finals. But... Yeah, like... And Gunter, when like Gunter was slapping his chest, I was and I was cringing the whole time because I was whole like, "Match at the end of the of the, the yeah." What's everybody was, gone? It was just them two for a good solid, probably as long as Bianca and Alexa got. Really, I was like, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, please aim on the fucking left side of his chest, goddammit. <laughs> like, I was, uh, and you can see it already starting to bruise on the edge. I was like. I go, that shit's not healed all the way. Like, <laughs> goddammit, like, the, that, that's how it was because the last time we saw him wrestle was all that pretty much separated and he still wins the match. And it is, yes, it is against Seth Rollins. But I also, I believe Seth is kind of, I think he's become the, like, the, oh, what is it? The... The ring bearer now, uh, for the Undertaker, because the Undertaker was your one hundred percent no matter what guy that was always there, and I think that's what it is. Because I always thought Seth was super popular. I always heard his song being sang, even though to me he's annoying at times. <laughs> but that's when he is when he's a shit heel. Yeah. But then finding out all the history and all the stuff is like I like the dude. Um. 
but I think he's just extremely popular. So I think he'll always be extremely popular. And right now, he can step aside and now probably have another storyline with Logan Paul and develop that, which it seems what's going to happen. Look, the guy. (laughs) I'm not. Look, Logan Paul might be my favorite, my new favorite wrestler. Don't say that. <laughs> I want Seth Rollins in a real program, damn it, for WrestleMania. I don't care if it's Kevin th- Owens or somebody else. I don't want him fighting Logan Paul. <laughs> and, and the thing is, he can take that and sell it and yeah. make it like a phenomenal match. Right. And then the following year, you can have like a super aggressive, angry heel turn of him. Because right now, he's just being Seth Rollins. Not anything good, not anything bad. He's just being himself. And then make him, like, super aggressive and, like, no, I need the belt again and go after whoever has the title. Which, hopefully, at that time, would probably be either um, Cody Rhodes finally gaining it or whatever happens at WrestleMania. And that's where the fucking Bloodline story comes into play. Because either you're going to have to have Roman wrestle two nights, and I believe one is... One is going to be against Sammy, and one's against Cody. Or you have to make this into a triple threat and have Sammy win and not Cody. Yeah. And also, and Sammy is the new head of the table. Because I believe that's what should happen. Because Jay brought it up when he was defending him and saying, you saw the good in me, Oost. You saw, even though I didn't believe it, you saw the good man inside of me. And I was like, yeah, because Sammy's just trying to have a family and get along and be there and back you up like a family would. And he finally convinced him that's why he walked away, because he's not going to hurt his own yeah. family, but it's also he's not going to go against the person that saw the good in him again. And I believe Jay will convince freaking jimmy and they will be on his side so when they go into wrestlemania he's gonna have the ooses on his side and it's just gonna be roman with solo and then solo's gonna be the one that walks away when roman's like asking for help losing against cody and sammy but i think sammy's gonna pick up the win and if sammy picks up the win he should become the head of the table and the head of the bloodline imagine that storyline going for another like four or five months if if they if Sammy wins or Cody wins at WrestleMania, I want the bloodline story over. I hate I so over the bloodline story with the exception of like this late, this little bit of Sammy sprinkles at the end of it. Other than that, these three years have been miserable with the belt. And <laughs> the like when they added Brock's there, it was it's just been even more miserable. And I you floated that like that's been a rumor about Roman wrestling two nights and I could see that happening because he is like the the biggest thing in the biggest company right now but if they do that I'm going to be so pissed off because they're like they've already set the standard women the women main event one night and I we know you're going to give them the first night not the second night at least give them one fucking main event especially if it's going to be the future of wrestling in Rhea Ripley I understand that Roman Reigns is insecure enough to not allow Rhea to fight Bianca because their match would be better than anything he could put on with anybody. Yeah, they would put a fucking solid banger. Right. Like they would be the mat they would be the match to steal WrestleMania. And so I understand that in his year he's not going to allow that match to happen and that's why we're not getting it. 
but whatever you've sold me a lot more on like the the possibilities because i am talking about it like it's a given that cody's gonna win and we still haven't seen that yet there's still a whole build to wrestlemania you're right so yeah walk me off the ledge for sure there thank you for that but (laughs) yeah i don't know like i I, again i'm just not into it that much we'll see where it goes from there i we know that the elimination like the the, another thing that was bland for me is like elimination chamber is now going to be for the u.s title why not keep that storyline going? Put Sammy in there with, have Roman put his foot down and be like, nah, you're going to put Sammy in there with me and my family and we're going to fuck him up and like make it torment Jay to have to be like the last one coming out of there. And then him and it's him and Sammy versus the two of them or something like that. Break up the Usos, in my opinion. Like, let's make something interesting happen here. But I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. And we do know that like, Tamatonga's contract is up and they and WWE is interested in him again. Hokuleo's contract is probably up and WWE is interested in him and bringing them yeah. in with this family, bringing them in with somebody like possibly Jay White would be cool like factoring the, or factioning them back up again and them coming in here and being a wild card like we still haven't seen and they better address um Ray not being there because Cody didn't go through twenty nine people. He went through twenty eight people, and I knew it was right. To... I knew it was right. I was gonna ask you, you were, that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I know, totally right. Somebody needs to come in and be like, Cody, you, this is your whole whole storyline, blah blah blah, and this and that. But you didn't go through twenty nine other people. You went through twenty eight. Anyway, um, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, it'll be great. I, you're right. I should put my faith in, back in in Triple H. Um, any other spots from the the Royal Men's Royal Rumble that you want to talk about? Uh, kind of like um, uh, the, the the disappointing part of not having real surprises. Like, yeah, they had like, twenty seven people announced going into the match. I, I was like, oh, really? Like, Booker T. That was kind of cool for like the two minutes. My brothers were laughing, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's Booker," and remembering stuff. But then it was like a like a really wasted spot. Like, we've had surprises before, but at least they kind of land. Like. Yeah. Logan Paul, I hate this guy, but holy <laughs> shit, is actually right. a good wrestler. Yeah, I was joking uh, about him being my favorite wrestler, obviously. But seriously, after the match, I think last pay-per-view where we heard he's got his ACL torn, I told Liz, this guy is Ricochet's athleticism with charisma. Like, there's no way that he can't be a champion in this company within a year if he And then they to. collide in the air. For real. And that's the other like that's one thing I want to bring back to Cody is I need to to look this up to confirm it. But as of like Sunday, the middle of the day, more people cared about that spot with Ricochet and Logan Paul than they cared about his win. More people had seen that spot. It was crazy. <laughs> and like I know a lot of people say like this does nothing. They just ran into each other. Like fuck out of here oh. wrestling is cool that was a cool spot get over it that's like at minimum that's 10 feet in the air yeah. crashing into each other not and avoiding other people around you yeah, yeah. on Logan the ground more space than ricochet if you notice i mean he's very oh, like, oh yeah he totally did. taller than him too so it's a lot easier but yeah <laughs> he cleared him you know what like i love ricochet but i kind of wish it was montez ford Cause imagine yeah. those two hating up that high. Oh, oh man, they gotta fight at some point. That would be way cool for sure. Montez is definitely uh, gonna be in the single scene. I, both of them should be in the oh, single yeah. scene. They're both so good, and they both have like different styles that would be cool. And then fight each other eventually. That'd be awesome. 
I'm glad we got Santos in there, even though he was eliminated right away by Brock. Yeah, I was really Brock. pissed about that. Um, yeah, I mean, Edge's return was cool, but nothing's going to ever beat the return that he had three years ago. There was one spot I thought I wanted to talk about, but I can't think about it right now, so I guess we can just move on. Uh, very impressed with Gunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, he, man, that... Uh, I know he has a belt currently right now, and that's probably what's, like, keeping him at bay while they have everything else planned out. But he has to get a belt within at yeah. least next year. Yeah, he'll like, he has him. the main event. Because I was like, damn, not only has has he improved his skills, but also it feels like his slaps are even more painful than when we was bigger. <laughs> yeah. But he's, like, slimmed down to, like, right. prove that he's all about this. I was like, god damn. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Gunther fan, but I've definitely like I can't knock his dedication at all. His matches are usually pretty good, even though there's some of them that I'm not the biggest fan of. And there was another one, but in the middle of these last few weeks that I haven't been that we haven't been recording that I even tweeted out like Triple H did the impossible again. He got me rooting for Imperium, who I've never liked even once from NXT UK to NXT, because he paired him against a racist dipshit in Braun Strowman across the ring. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Oh, that's uh, – I just saw the list right now that I'm looking at. Dude, I swear, number nine – I told you I was going to shit myself if Jay White came out. Yeah, and, that and we were going to record that night too. That blade on Drew McIntyre's stupid music. Oh, that got you. I swear <laughs> it was the Switch blade, but no, it wasn't. Like, I heard it and I – I, like, grabbed the chair, and nah, it's just fucking bleep, Drew McIntyre. Are you serious with this? Uh, 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 talking about fucking shit that pisses you off, uh, can we have Rebel Heart back? <laughs> what the fuck is up with this? Yeah. For, okay, one, two, please turn up the volume, because yeah. I still can't hear the fucking it song. It was the whole night. That sound system was not... Up to well, like even tonight or... on Raw, like I couldn't even hear it. Really, and I goes like, "What the fuck is going on?" And it was the same thing when they did Rebel Heart. I go, I go, I could hear that shit on NXT clear as day. You know what? And it hear is? on the better ones, it can't. Is because they do because they took away the female vocal and they put a mid range male vocal, so it doesn't come through as clearly because it gets muddied up with the rest of the mix over TV. But that female vocal was higher pitched, so it came over the mix. So you could hear the lyrics to Rebel Heart, and that's what made it a great song. But instead of having that foresight, and like Johnny's thinking, oh, a dude wrestler coming out with a female song. Like, that's very rare. They took it away from him for some dumbass reason. The same reason they took away Shayna Baszler's song, which they should have given her back because she would have got just as loud a pop with having that song back. No shit! Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the music's fine. Like, we that's what we know them for. Like, oh, that's the one thing that kind of irritates me. I was like, cool. I was like, you changed it to blue. I don't care for that. I like the red. Also, like, his whole thing had tons of shirts with a fucking heart on it with the goofy res Johnny Wrestling thing on it. And it just sounds better. But then I was listening to the song when I could, and I was like, these are the same fucking lyrics. They yeah. just changed a yeah. couple words. And, and I was like, what? It's just a dude vocal now. I don't I don't. I was like, what it. the fuck? 
it's the same thing as like the unnecessary like EO Sky. Like, why are we doing these? Just yeah, I don't know. It's the same yeah, thing with like I, minor, thi- but it's the same thing with minor things in Last of Us to me. Like, why why are you doing just these little tweaks that don't really matter? But you could have just left them the same. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about that some, uh, at some <laughs> point. Uh, but yeah, that that's kind of what I wanted more surprises. Uh, that meant something. Um, but it was still it was still decent. Yeah, it was um, not the worst Royal Rumble match by any means, or yeah, bottom five. It was it was pretty like it was very very mid range, very serviceable and average, just like Cody. Uh, moving on. <laughs> so we will use that transition to the Women's Royal Rumble and. God, there was no other winner other than Rhea Ripley. It had to be her from the start. We we talked about it in basics, guys. What are you talking? Was... What are you talking about? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on. It was all about Liv, man. All about Liv. Out of here. Uh, <laughs> so and so anyway, Rhea Ripley is the future of professional wrestling. I already talked about Roman's insecurities to hold her back for another year, so we'll have to get her versus the other future of wrestling in Bianca Belair later down the road. Because she announced that she will be fighting Charlotte Flair after winning, um, which is still going to be a great match. Yeah, totally. I we'll get into it in a little. We can get into it after we talk about the Rumble since that happened afterwards. But how do you feel? Spots. What did you like? What didn't you like about this match? Okay. The. <sighs> okay. I'm going to remove entrant number 30 for now and then look at <laughs> that as a whole. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that at all. Oh, no, we're going to talk about that. But uh, so from 1 to 29, I thought it was like, high, like you know, 75%, 80. Like, it's good. It was a great but, uh, match, I thought. Yeah. Other than 7, which was BFAB. Like, BFAB did not need to be here. Sorry, Hit Row. Yeah, sorry. We haven't talked about it on here, but and we can get to it once we get back into weekly shows. Hit Row is just bad and bfab doesn't need to be here anyway yeah so sorry bfab you're kind of what brought it down <laughs> but like the the entrance like were great okay you're starting out so and so whatever but i love that they kept it in the ring like heavy with with participants yeah i, I love michelle mccool i never got to see her wrestle but she she's with her kids and just jumps over the barrier it's like <laughs> all right i'll wrestle whatever like um uh, but when like damage control came in like back to back to back, I was no, like, okay. Bailey was in their way before the rest of them. There was like, oh no, maybe there's only three people in between. But there was a few people in between Bailey and yeah, because what uh was it was Dakota and then Io came in and then it was Bailey and then I think Becky came in. So it was no, there Bailey, was a few Becky. people between Becky and Io. There was five people between Becky because they gave damage control what they needed just like they did on monday night before they need to start establishing themselves as a dominant faction that was how they debuted and then they went on for two months of getting their ass kicked by one person that's very true uh i gotta go yeah well i'll give you that one but i like how they were knocking people out whatever but yeah. when when oscar came out uh, biggest fuck of the night other than that sammy hit that I fucking lost it, and I go, Same. "Oh my god, it's really her! It's really fucking her!" Yeah, yeah. And and my, uh, my brother's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I go, "It's the real Oscar, the one we should have had from the get go." 
And then when she takes off her mask and it's her old classic painting, and, oh my god. Um, but what I was hoping for next was freaking Kyrie to show up. Uh, she's I was like, oh, she's a champion in Japan. I, I know. Give that one up. I I I totally understand that, <laughs> but you have wrestlers yeah, yeah. from WWE that are appearing in Wrestling Noah and in New Japan. Yeah, it is different and, times for sure. I'm just kidding. And I and I was like, you never know. Like she is technically in the U.S. for a match against uh, Manet, uh next month, so I can see her coming and at least appearing. And probably helping out her old tag team partner and going up against Io and Dakota Kai. Like, I would love to have seen that. Nope. Okay, that's fine. I get with Chelsea Green, though. Yeah. And then she's blacked out of the fucking right away. <laughs> right away. Oh, I was so pissed. Because, yeah. like, the whole crowd's like, oh, my God, she's back. I was like, that was a good pop for her, too. I was like, God damn it. Um, so... Everybody else that came in, great job, super entertaining, loved everything about it. And then, oh, this is, I don't know how to describe this. Hold on, before you bring the room down, I just want to say, <laughs> Roxanne in there with those women. Oh, yeah. so fucking gifted. Like, I will never ta- miss an opportunity to put over Roxanne. She is so fucking gifted in the ring, and it's just like watching Rey Mysterio when he was 19 with all these guys, too. Like there was a sequence with her and Becky where they it was or with her and Bailey I mean where it was just like three moves but I cannot wait to see them in the ring together. Uh, that that oh, one man. had me popping so hard. Uh, and then the other two was Oscar like you're saying. First one I realized it was her, and I should have noticed her pants on the way in because I I was on like the edge of my seat waiting like is, is, she, is she gonna bring the clown makeup out is she gonna bring the clown makeup out and I should have noticed her pants when she was walking in. Because we've never seen Oscar with pants in WWE. She even nah. when she was undefeated in NXT and murdering everybody down there, she still had shorts on. So this Oscar means business. And right after her, Piper Niven is back. And oh yeah, man, the those three that was the biggest. Like that's what made my night. Even beyond like the other results that I didn't like and like other stuff that kind of fell flat or like. Bray Wyatt also not delivering in the ring one more time. Like that was those three debut or day de- those three appearances were the entire night for me. I can't wait to see what Piper's gonna do now that she's back. And we need Kaylee out of purgatory, and they need to have a rivalry off of belt that I can care about and not worry about whatever else is happening on the main title picture. That is true because when her music hit and her name pops up, yeah. I go, "She got her name yeah, back!" Yeah, and my true. brothers are like. I was like, who? And then she walks out, and he's like, isn't that Dewdrop? And I go, yeah, fuck Vince McMahon. <laughs> I go, this is her real name. And he's like, oh, this is so much better. Pun about her, about her name? No. He was saying, oh, she's going to do, 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 drop all these women or some stuff like that. <laughs> it was like, like, dude, how are you so good at this? Were you keeping up with the product more than the fucking jackasses behind the desk are? I'm so glad that Pat McAfee's back. That's the one good football man, is Pat McAfee. I'll give you oh that. My God. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited that we saw Indy, even though they were saying in NXT's Indy Hartwell, so I'm sure she's going back. I was hoping that she would do more of a debut for her here, but 
We'll get yeah. it eventually. She's really good, and she'll be here. The NXT is that way, getting a little crowded, so she's going to be up soon. Yeah, that way she can be with uh, Dexter and Johnny and Candice. Yeah, I'm uh, glad we saw Zoe, too. Like, Zoe's been so good for so long, and every time I talk about her on here, like, I always forget until the first two or three minutes I see her in the ring. Like, damn, Zoe is so She good. was whooping ass yeah, in that like, ring. Just like with Roxanne, like, this is the level. This is... These are the people that she needs to be at because this is the level that she's at. And, like, yeah, she's the one that needs to drag everybody to good matches in NXT right now. But for her to get that reprieve and actually be in there with real women who aren't in developmental was so cool to see her. Um, yeah, what else? I'm trying to think of another spot. Well, we'll get to the ending here in a minute. But, yeah, I got to... I gotta take a big old fucking shit on this. <laughs> so the it comes to the end and you got entrant number thirty. Who could it be? I actually thought it was gonna be fucking hardcore country. Because she cool. technically has the Molly Holly has the belt to get Yeah. You have infinite but, uh, amounts of money, throw it at Sasha for an appearance. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Stephanie McMahon fucking show up, even if they're gonna throw her out right away. Not with just, the situation you, going on, personally. Yeah, you you never know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I'll just say like, uh, just kind of how icky it is right now. Let her. Yeah. Um. But I love stuff. Or or you know someone from New Japan or whatever, just you know surprise thing. Yeah. Um. No. The the person that has injured the most female stars on the roster decides to fucking walk out before fucking ten seconds are up to call her up. Fucking Nia Jax. No one wanted this. Not even. No one Nia needed this. Jax wanted this. I mean, she probably yes. needed it because she needs that check. Because where else is she gonna be getting them from? But you're a model. You're beautiful. Go model. We don't need you here. You don't want to be here. I would have much rather have seen Roman Reigns' mom who was it, who was there get in the <laughs> ring and eliminate somebody. Uh, and the, when she walks, I was like, no, I don't. I was like, fuck. I, I, I told my brothers too because we're watching it and I go, I go, they need to get her the fuck out before she injures like three people. Right. And, and I'm glad that's kind of what happened. But when she's outside the ring, this is the scariest thing. Uh, either she said it outside the ring or when she got into the ring. And this is what horrified me. Not the fact that she showed up like no one wanted her. But when she yells, I'm back, bitches, or whatever. And I was like, no, no one wants oh, you. I don't want to see you on anything anymore. And I blocked that out because I was just about <laughs> to say, I really hope this isn't a run. Like, nobody needs this. Nobody wants this. Unless you're going to put them with Lacey Evans on YouTube and then we never have to see the two of them again. I don't care about this. Why is she here? Nobody nobody needs this. Do you need her to break another face and make another star for you? Because oh. we have other people who can do that. And probably better instead of so dangerously the way that she did. Yeah. I was like, you, caught, you gave Kyrie a freaking concussion and she never came back. The... Yeah, I was like, I want her out. And I'm so glad that it happened in the way it did with a fucking riptide on her ass and everybody else chucking her the fuck out. I was like, fuck yes! I was like, a wasted spot, but I'm happy it's not it's still staying. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. There's ten people credited, her with, credited with her elimination. 
on the WWE's website. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, somebody picked it up and put it in a poo-poo bag. <laughs> uh, but I really enjoyed the ending with the last three female stars. Um, I enjoyed oh, two-thirds I, of that ending because I am over one-third of it. Uh, yes, I understand. Like, I will admit, she kind of deserved that spot because the, the freaking wedgie that... Rhea gave her bringing her over the top rope must have been painful. <laughs> because if you go back, like that, that, that just was wrong. Um, but we had Asuka, Liv, and Rhea, and that all happening on the apron played out so well. Yeah, that I was like, okay, like, whatever, you can't really completely hate this. Like, eh, you needed someone for this to happen to. But I did for a moment believe that Liv might have won just because of how hard she was going after her hands to break it. Right. But then when Rhea grabbed her by the neck with her legs and did it so flawlessly, uh, I was like, oh, this is over. <laughs> I swear, if we have Cody Rhodes and Liv Morgan win, I do not pay attention to WWE for... <laughs> Like, and even following a month after WrestleMania to miss the fallout. I will miss SoFi Stadium. I will miss this spectacle. I don't care. I don't want her near, anywhere near the title picture. And that is where we get to Rhea picking Charlotte in, again, the most vanilla, bland-ass shit. Because, hey, let's run back what we did in 2020 since we couldn't do it in front of people. Like, we saw that. We saw it happen. And you guys can get there again eventually. Charlotte's not gonna go anywhere. Rhea's not yeah. gonna go anywhere. AEW stardom, none of those places can feature these two women the way that you guys can. So don't worry about that. And let's have Rhea face B Bianca, and then you have Murder Clown Asuka get her revenge for the real wrong that was done to her because she got her <laughs> undefeated streak broken by Charlotte. Like when she shouldn't have. Rhea has done nothing but dominant stuff since then. Losing to Charlotte did nothing to damage Rhea. Asuka nope. has kind of been not floundering. Like, she's had her tag team stuff here or there, but she's never had a dominant uh, title run. Dominant since run, yeah. Main title run since then. And now that you're bringing this Asuka back, her against Charlotte is money. And I don't care if they're in the main event. All I want to see is that match. So put Bianca and Rhea in another match. But no, Triple H is like, hey, everybody loved them, and they have such good chemistry, so let's just put them in a match together at WrestleMania. Again, let's take the easy route at WrestleMania when it's just boring to me. It, it can change, though. Yeah. You know it can change. I mean, totally the card can change, obviously, but like, I, they've already printed the graphic. I'm sure it's going to be Rhea versus Charlotte, and it doesn't matter who wins or loses in that match. Like, I love both of them. But I feel like the real good redemption story is It totally Asuka is. She Charlotte. did not she did not need to lose that match. Right. Like technically Asuka could have had the belt till Bianca came on board. Mm -hmm. Oh, god damn it. What a uh whatever. Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> See, uh, nobody books women's wrestling well because I don't think they give it the thought. I don't know why. Whatever. Um, yeah, we... Whatever. <sighs> I will be happy right. to see Charlotte and Rhea. I'll, I'll say that much. And I'll, I'll get excited for it when it gets closer. I just... 
I had hyped myself so much that like Murder Clown Oscar's back and we're gonna get some cool shit and now I don't know that we're going to because it looks like they're pairing her up with Carmella. And I don't know, whatever. Uh I am stoked for her to be back though. And that that is where all my allegiances are going to right now is Oscar. <laughs> I don't care about anybody yeah. before or after anymore at this point. It's it's all Oscar right now for me. And also whoever they partner up with her for any matches going further. Please let it be clear that she can just do her murder kicks and stuff yeah. that she did in New Japan. Yeah, like there was one kick that she yeah. hit Tegan with, and then like she goes, she crumples and goes to the ground. She sold it really well, but then like they cut back to the same angle after cutting to whoever came out, and you mm-hmm. see her kind of like crawling away, and she's still hurt. But I th- I thought it would have been really cool if like she just lays out for like four minutes after getting knocked out by Oscar. <laughs> she's just like, hanging out on the side of the ring. And they can keep cutting back to her like, Tegan Knox is still knocked out after this kick. I thought it would have been a cool little touch, but yeah, we'll see where where it goes. And I, I just that's what I'm most excited for right now in the in WWE. Um, also, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't play on on Tegan and Dakota. Yeah, with the history there, I was like, oh come on, man! Like, I I, I want a little vengeance. I God honestly damn it. think Tegan hasn't gotten the response to indicate that people know who she is that they would know her history that well enough but i don't know that's just me like a lot of people are not it seems mia eo or not eo mia candace and tegan are just not getting over at all i don't get it (laughs) they're so cool looking yeah i i think it's how they it's how they're being booked or who they're being booked against too like you you brought them back and then you have them losing and and in the weird ways too it's the same thing with johnny and uh, that that's starting to piss me off a little bit until tonight when he won so yeah so he's in the elimination chamber now i missed that, yeah. that segment yeah he's in and and look we get it uh, and sorry this is probably going off on something baron corbin is an asshole because he's a heel and he's a always will be a heel and I can't stand the motherfucker, but that's what his position is. I don't need him to change fucking gimmicks every three months <laughs> and be something else. What I would really like is stop booking him with people I care about. And can we get JBL off the fucking TV already? Like, there's no need for you. Only in my dreams would say JBL be off the TV. Him and Ben Corbin. Both of them like, go for it. I want Dexter Loomis to put them both in his white van and take him to that house that scared the shit out of Cameron Grimes <laughs> and leave him there. Like, that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, but I am so glad, and I don't think we've talked about it since he's been back, but Jonah is fucking here, dude. And this is the one, one of the returns that we've been talking about since Triple H got back to booking, and it was only a matter of time. I cannot wait to see what the super heavyweight does. He is cool, and they are presenting him like dominant right away. You know he is going to tsunami somebody off of that elimination chamber, and it might yes. break a person in half. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad he was able to get him back because he was killing it in New Japan yeah. and in Wrestling Noah, and and uh, and he was on Impact. Like he did well for himself, and I'm yeah. glad he did that. Like the matches he had, like they kept him longer because of that. Um, and I was afraid that Trips wasn't gonna be able to bring him back, but 
Trips is like, come on, you my boy. Like, you know, I, I, I love you. Like, family. And then he's like, all right, all right. I'll take care of you. Yeah. So I'm glad to see him back. I do wish... Uh, I do like his name, Brunson Reed, but if he's known as Jonah everywhere else, like, you could let him have it in WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but, but, uh, but as long as it's still Bronson Reed and not some crazy, stupid thing they come up with. Yeah. I, think that's I, I whole, wish there's... The whole idea <sighs> behind name changes with them, and that's why, like, it's Io Sky and not Shirai, because they just don't want to have anybody in their company with ties to anywhere else, so that they can't sell stuff off of that whenever they're gone which it's definitely a business move and it's super fucking lame yeah it's a really dumb thing in my opinion but also if you're gonna create names make better names and i wish there's somebody like in creative when they're coming up with names that doesn't tell you anything but when they walk up to you they give you a slap across the face to let you know that was a dumb name <laughs> uh yeah that would be that would prevent a lot of stuff for sure. Um, yep. Anything else in WWE that you want to talk about before we move on to the other promotion? I know we haven't talked about the main event, so we can get to that if you want to. But we've kind of been talking about it a lot. Um, Sammy and Kale, obviously, and how that whole build went down. Yeah, there was. Uh, no, I mentioned Johnny being off. No, actually, nothing really. Yeah, well, actually, I just saw it there. I loaded this up. I do want to say I am excited for Beth and Rhea and how that, however that's going to play out. Oh, me and I just... Oh, wait, wait. Did she show up at the end? Yeah, Beth showed up and she attacked Cody. <gasps> Beth and Edge both showed up and they took out Judgment Day and then uh, Cody beat Finn. But um, more importantly than that, I heard rumors probably about a month ago that Edge and Finn, the demon, were going to fight in Hell in a Cell at some point. Which if that's <gasps> far, that's kind of far out, so I don't know that that's necessarily the case. But if the demon does just come back through Edge, and the demon is still Finn is still a part of the Judgment Day, are we gonna get a purple and black demon? Because that sounds fucking rad. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. Yeah, I can't like that. The headpiece for that, and then the actual like black accents and the or purple accents in the paint, uh, it's gonna be so cool, dude. And then Mountain Dew Black can come back out for him. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, we'll do have another black match. It'll be a pitch black match in the, in the the Hell in a Cell. It'll be a floor. And then Edge can dress up in his old brood. And they won't be able to actually film it because it'll be high, like too bright. <laughs> oh man, I can already see like Edge and like his brood eyes, like like just glowing super bright. Yeah. Oh Jesus! So... <laughs> Wait, how did they get in already? I'm looking at elimination chamber stuff, and it looks like Liv Morgan just gets in. What? Well, she was the second, or she was the. That's what it is. It says the second to the last person. Up, so it's Raquel, Liv, Nikki, and Oscar. They automatically get in. I, I want to see Oscar just go Shayna Baszler and murder all of them. I don't care who else gets in that match, even if Piper is the one who wins her four on her four way. Oscar murders everybody. <laughs> that's how every show needs to end going forward. Just murder. That that's exactly how Shane. Well, that's what Shana did. Like, oh, god damn it! Now you're bringing up bad memories. <laughs> we'll move on. Then we'll move on. All right, we'll go to AEW. <sighs> um, 